In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third Sunday of the Coptic month, Misra. And this month is the last month in the Coptic year. That's why the Church usually reminds us at the last month of the year with the end of our life and the end of the world. At the end of our life, when we stand before the throne of God, we will give account for our stewardship. That's why the Gospel of the first Sunday was about the parable of the wicked vine dressers whom the Lord asked them to give account of their stewardship. But they did not have any fruits. And God said he will take the vine from them and will give it to other vine dressers who will give him the fruit in its due season. So the church on the first Sunday encouraged us to examine ourselves in order to be ready to give an account of our stewardship at the end of our life. If we are every day examining ourselves and giving an account of our stewardship on a daily basis, then at the end of our life, we will be ready when we stand before the throne of God. But sometimes Satan used this self-examination to bring us down, to tell us, you are a sinner. You tried to overcome these sins for so many years. And until now, after all these years, we are struggling with the same sins over and over. In other words, Satan try to attack us with hopelessness and discourage us, make us fall in despair. So the second Sunday, which was the last Sunday, the church gave us the example of Matthew, who was a tax collector, a greedy man, a lover of money, with hardened heart. And how, when the grace of God touched his heart, he became not only a believer, but one of the 12 apostles and one of the four evangelists. And the Lord, when Matthew invited him in his house, he made it very clear that he did not come to call righteous, but to call sinners to repentance. So here actually, the Lord is giving us a very important message that don't fall into despair, don't fall into hopelessness. If with self-examination, I know that I am a sinner, and who is not? All of us who are sinners, but with the grace of God, he can help us to
to overcome the temptation of sin. Don't fall into despair because as the Lord said, the whole do not need a physician but the sick. St. John Chrysostom has a wonderful saying about this when he said the church is not a hotel for the saints, but it is a hospital for the sinners. So the church is a hospital for the sinners. We come here with our illness, with our spiritual diseases, to be healed from our illness and our spiritual diseases. And this actually brings us to the third Sunday of Misra, which is today. And the third Sunday, the church actually celebrates two things. Usually the third Sunday comes around the Feast of St. Mary, because the Feast of St. Mary is the 16th of Misra, which comes in the third week of Misra. That's why the reading were chosen in order to address St. Mary. For example, yesterday in Vespers, a woman said to the Lord, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts which nursed you. But the Lord told her, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. And here the Lord was highlighting to this woman that St. Mary is not only honored because she is the mother of God, but also she is honored because of her godly life. Actually, God chose her for her godly life. God appointed her to be the mother of God because she lived in the fear of God. She kept the word of God and applied it in her life. And today in the gospel, when they told him, your mother and your brothers, brothers, his cousins, are standing outside looking for you, then the Lord said, who does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. Again, the Lord is saying, why St. Mary was chosen to be my mother? Because she kept the will of God in her life. She said, let it be to me according to your word. So, the reading of today is addressing the feast of St. Mary. But also, the reading of today is continuing the theme of Misra, which is the end of the world, end of our life, how to be ready. And the church actually is explaining to us some reasons why we cannot repent and why we don't grow in our spiritual life. Some reasons from outside and some reasons from inside. Some reasons are external and other reasons are internal, from within me. The external reason 
When we live in atmosphere where there is division, whether in the house there is division, divorce, conflict between parents, so in this atmosphere we cannot grow spiritually. Because as we read in the book of James or the letter of James, that the fruit of righteousness is planted and grow in a soil of peace by peacemakers. ثمر البر يزرع في السلام من الذين يفعلون السلام. So if you want to be righteous, the atmosphere should be peaceful and the people around me should be peaceful. Also, this division can be inside the church. And divisions inside the church and causing confusion whether regarding theological matters or whether regarding administrative matters or whether casting doubts on the church or fighting with one another, all these things, all these factors cannot actually prepare or make an atmosphere, peaceful atmosphere for righteousness. That's why in the Pauline letter of today, St. Paul said, now I urge you, brethren, not those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learn and avoid them. Avoid them. So, if you find somebody causing offenses, causing divisions in the church, the Bible is teaching us to avoid them. Because these divisions and offenses will hinder the growth of the believers. Now actually, a good soil for the divisions and the offenses is the social media. Anybody can post anything, whether true or false, any doctrine, any teaching, any attacks, any slander can be there. And some of us are addicted to follow these offenses and these divisions. But here, St. Paul is very clear how to deal with this issue. Now I urge you, brethren, not those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learned. The doctrine we learned to live in peace with one another. That's the doctrine that we learned. Anybody is doing anything against the peace of the family or against the peace of the church, he is actually acting against God. That's why he said, and avoid them. For those who are such, those who are causing divisions and offenses, do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ. They do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ. Even if they are coming in sheep's clothing, they are wolves, and you need to avoid them. In the Gospel of today, the Lord actually was wondering 
He said, if kingdom is divided against itself, cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, cannot stand. And if Satan, if divided against itself, he cannot stand, but has an end. So even the kingdom of Satan is not divided against itself. Although Satan is triggering every division and every offense, but they are not divided against themselves. And our houses, our families, our churches are divided. So this division will hinder our spiritual growth, will hinder our repentance. We cannot bear fruits while we are the soil in which these seeds, the word of God, are planted is soil of division and offenses. But also, as I told you, these are the external reasons. But there is internal reasons. There are some issues can hinder uh, our spiritual growth. First, the unwillingness to carry the cross. The Lord said, if you want to be my disciple, you need to deny yourself and carry your cross. Carrying the cross can be in a form of uh, injustice against you, unfairness against you. That's why in the Catholic epistle of today, uh, he said, uh, for this is commendable. If because of conscience toward God, one endures grief, suffering wrongfully. For what credit is it if, when you are beaten for your faults, you take it patiently? But when you do good and suffer for it, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God. For to this you were called. For the, to this you were called. Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. So, as Christ actually suffered injustice and suffered wrongfully, this an example for us to be willing to carry our cross and follow the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, one thing that internally can hinder our spiritual growth when we reject carrying our cross following the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ. The cross also can be in another form. Usually the word submission is very difficult for us because of our ego and our pride. Not everyone is willing to submit. That's why the cross can be in a form of submission. And again, in the Catholic letter of today, St. Peter said, Servant, be submissive to your masters with all fear. And then he surprised us by saying, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. 
be submissive to your masters, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. Then actually spoke to uh, the wives and told them, likewise, you wives, be submissive to your own husband. That even if some do not obey the word, if some husbands do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. So, submission is another form of carrying our cross. Uh, and when we submit willingly, not only to those who obey the word, not only to the gentle and to the good, but as St. Peter said, even to the harsh or to those who do not obey the word, eventually, actually, we will convert them, we will win their souls for our Lord Jesus Christ and for the kingdom of heaven. Another form of carrying the cross is love. Because why God accepted to die on the cross? Because of his love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for the life of the world. So God the Father loved all of us and he gave his son on the cross. Love here, when I speak about love, I'm not speaking about emotions, but I'm speaking about the sacrificial love. The love that's willing to die for the other. That's why it's a cross. That's why also St. Peter in the Catholic epistle of today, he said to the husbands, husbands love your wives. and dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel. Weaker means delicate. As being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. So here, if we don't show love to the others, our prayers will be hindered. And if our prayers are hindered, how can I grow spiritually? So St. Peter is giving another form of the cross, is to love. To love to the level of the sacrificial love, to be willing to die for the other. Husband, to be willing to die for your spouses. As Christ died for the church, Honor them and deal with them delicately and gently. Otherwise, your prayers will be hindered. And the book of Acts gives us a very good example about St. Paul and his willingness to carry the cross when Agabus, the prophet, uh, took the belt of St. Paul and he said the Holy Spirit says that the Jews in Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt. Since the people actually pleaded 
with St. Paul not to go to Jerusalem. But Paul answered, What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am willing not only to be bound, but also to die for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, externally, the divisions and offenses will hinder our spiritual growth. And internally, when we are reluctant to carry our cross, this also will hinder our spiritual growth. That's why today, on the third Sunday, the church is teaching us how to be able to overcome Satan, how to be able to grow spiritually, how to be able to walk in the path of repentance, like Matthew, uh, whom we heard about him last week, by avoiding the offenses, avoiding the divisions, and also the willingness to carry our cross. With this willingness, then we submit to the will of God. This is the will of God. And God will bind the strong man. Who is the strong man? It's Satan. As, as you heard in the gospel of today, the Lord said, no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first bind the strong man and then he plunder his, his house. So, if Satan is controlling my life because the lack of my repentance, when I submit to the will of God, when I am willing to carry my cross, when I am doing the will of God in my life, when I am avoiding the offenses and divisions, here I am giving opportunity to God to bind the strong man, Satan, to bind him, and then to set me free from the captivity of sin, to set me free from the captivity of this uh, strong man, Satan. Then actually, when I am doing this, I will not be only a believer, but I will be a member in the family of God. As the Lord said, here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. Today, God is calling each one of us not only to repent, not only to live a godly life and to walk in the fear of God, but God wants each one of us to be united with him, to be in his family, to be his mother, his brother, and his sister by doing the will of God, saying with St. Mary, let it be to me according to your will. When we do this, we will be in his family and will be united with him. Then Satan will have no power over us and will not control our life. May the Lord, who helped all the saints and the godly men to walk in the way of repentance, 
help us to avoid divisions, to avoid offenses, help us to be willing to carry our cross and to do his will in our life, saying with St. Mary, let it be to me according to your word, and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.